Today, we start our first episode for May, which is Zombie Awareness Month. <laughs> and today, Adam Hulse is back with me, and we're going to talk his uh, five picks for zombie movies. There you go. <laughs> the end. I wore my voice this one. I made this one. It's got zombie weapons. <laughs> Sick. I like that. Yeah. Well, mind um, that. This film isn't even on my list, so <laughs> it's okay. I feel like a traitor already. Yeah, it's it's on theme. Yeah. To be fair, there was another one that could have been on this list, but we decided we decided because we already talked about that when we do something different. Yeah, so. yeah. That I, I want to say that like full disclosure straight away off the bat that the original Dawn of the Dead and Twenty Eight Days Later would feature on my top five, mm-hmm. but because we've already spoke about them. Yeah, um, and that's going to be on my influential. <clears throat> They've been omitted from this list. Okay, that's okay. So you know, nobody shout at me for not including not having them. them. Incredible films. Yeah, because yeah. in a way, I have included them, just not in a top five zombie one. Yeah, and everybody that watches is such a fan; they already knew that anyway, right? So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's terrible everyone knowing every detail about my life at all times. I just can't get any peace. <laughs> They're beating on the windows outside yeah, your house. A lot like zombies. Yeah, like <laughs> boarding all the windows up <laughs> to the flash photography. Oh Insane. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, um, I'm a nobody. <laughs> yeah. Me too. We're 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 getting there, Adam. We're working towards yeah, the putting putting that grind in. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, the grind. Yeah. Uh, all right. So your first movie is I'm I'm excited that this one was on your list is Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Just um, an absolute fantastic. You know, I, just transcends like other genres. I think people who aren't even particularly zombie fans or horror fans can see it as just a real quality right. film. Um, I'm fairly sure it had quite a big budget, but then it ended up being, um, I think it b- broke all kind of Asian box office records at the time. It did, it like yeah. Hit. And I think that's why it's good that that happened because I think because of that, it kind of travelled to the West a lot mm-hmm. quicker. Right, Bastard. A lot quicker than it might have done. Um, but yeah, just just brilliant on on so many levels um tense it's just the cinematography is great the choreography is incredible like you expect um from you know korean cinema but and obviously from a script point of view there's always mm. that kind of message it was about the guy as a father and you know it was one last kind of opportunity for him not to fail yeah uh, and you know and he, he ended up giving it everything and um, just really good depth of characters um, and just a wild, a wild ride. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, and I think all of the little arcs that we get with the different people as we meet them, I liked that it had so many different types of relationships, so many levels of relationships and new relationships and friendships developing. And, and I think that um, 
it was one that, and, and I like movies like this anyway, we've talked before about really liking things when they focus on like humans, like how yeah. humans are and how they behave and what they do in these situations. And Trina Busan was such a great one to show just how quickly you can overcome some small things just to become something stronger together. So, yeah. So I really liked that part about it. And I liked that. Um, I, I think I got attached to pretty much every single character that we were meant to be attached to. And mm -hmm. I hated the ones we were meant to hate. They that yeah. stuff was done really well. Yeah, they really do kind of paint some despicable characters who are so consistent with being horrible. <laughs> you know, they're just like mm -hmm. like almost like a pantomime villain, which I think is is um kind of deep seated in the zombie genre. Yes. There's always yes. like a really cowardly kind of bad guy who's just gonna literally throw children at zombies rather than you know, um, get bit himself, and you really you, you become invested in that alone because you're like, I need to see this guy get murdered, demolished. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I really hope this is a bad death. Um, yeah, it needs to be a little longer than some of the other sequences. Yeah, yeah. So, what yeah. do you think? Of, what do you think of the sequel? Um, um, mm. so, so Train Busan is my favorite zombie movie to date. Um, and then, of course, I mean, with when I say stuff like that for more modern day stuff, I don't include stuff like White Zombie. I don't include stuff like Last Man on Earth, like some of those like older ones that kind of set this like momentum yeah. for what was going to be um, I, and Night of the Living Dead. Like I obviously mean in the in a more modern, not, um, yeah. you know, so, I but, I, sorry, I, I tend to separate them. The same I way. do too. Yeah. And I do that for pretty much everything, all kinds of horror, like any type of anything monster related, like, you know, nothing's going to be Wolfman, you know, like it's just one of those things. Like it's just, yeah. um, it has to be kind of separate. But um, so uh, that one was like a 10 out of 10 for me, like no brainer. Love that movie. If mm -hmm. I had to give Peninsula like a rating, I would say maybe like a six or a seven. Yeah. That's probably where I'm at. Yeah, I liked it as a zombie movie. I didn't like it compared to what I mean. The first one was just so damn good. Like it's yeah. hard. It's like, and this is this isn't a train pun, but you know you can take it as a train pun. I think in the first one they stayed on track. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah, but I think you you find yourself because I I let I um I waited quite a long time to watch the sequel because. I remember seeing a trailer and being like, oh my God, I can't wait. Mm -hmm. And then all the kind of reviews started coming out and it was like massive kind of Train to Busan fans and they were just trashing it. Really upset, like, oh yeah. Oh God, no. So I waited and waited. So I just ended up, um, you know, I, I waited as long as I could. And then it, mm -hmm. literally just a couple of years ago, I think I just kind of streamed it. And um, mm -hmm. I was pleasantly surprised, I think, because... I think if I'd have gone into it without hearing any bad reviews, I'd have probably been crushed. What, how, yeah, below, kind of below um, Train to Boost than it is. But yeah. because I went into it with quite low expectations, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. First thing that struck me that it looked like they'd spent ten times more money on the sequel. It the, was like, yeah, yeah, God, it's like insane, insane looking. And there are mm -hmm. moments in it which are just. You know, some of the set pieces are phenomenal, so but good, it just yeah. kind of flounders. And it, I think there was a, a part like three quarters of the way through, I think around the time where you get to like, there's like the cage fighting almost bit. And I was a bit like, 
I don't really know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I don't. Is this Mad Max now? I don't. <laughs> is, is Tina Turner going to come out and start singing? I was like, I just didn't. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, I remember it was quite similar in like this survival thing and they were banding mm -hmm. together. And then the next yeah. thing, it just kind of jumped to what felt like a. It was just quite all over the place. So that mm -hmm. three quarters of the way, I couldn't. I couldn't tell whether I was confused or bored. I was like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. And then I think by the end it was like, all right, okay, there's a. I get how it's supposed to come together. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, I think like six or seven. Whereas, like you say, Train to Busan is just ten. I don't think. Yeah, I will say it's funny you said Mad Max when I did my like review for Facebook. I said it's like a Mad Max zombie movie because it was so. It focused like I think the point was initially to to give us those human things to show like this is how awful humans yeah. could potentially be. But I think the delivery, because it was so like skipped, like it just jumped around a lot. It was kind of like hard to keep up with it and keep attached yeah. to what was going on. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I, think I think the timeline at first, it did feel not that far after Train to Busan. And then all right. of a sudden it felt like it was 15 years. A after. long time. And there was no kind of explanation. It was strange, but yeah, Train to Busan is just Such it's a just so solid because you can just think, what would you change about it? And there, there isn't really anything you could say what would make that better. It's just incredible. Yeah. Um, and probably the best acted zombies in any film. Yeah, no the 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 people who played the zombies did a great job, and I mean, with the exception of I'm I'm sure at certain points and speeding up that's all like practical stuff. Like a majority yeah. is practical effects. And I think when you do it that way, it doesn't just add like a level of respect. It's just, it's even more scary. It's like the human body can do that. Like yeah. It's just unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. Very. It's just very cool. Um, yeah. That's a really good one. Um, I also liked your second one, dead snow. That's yeah. a fun. That's a really fun movie. Yeah, the I suppose the unusual thing for this, personally, is mm. I, I'm not much of a horror comedy fan. I'm not either. And, and there are certainly big kind of comedic aspects to Dead Snow. Yeah. Um, but I think that it, if anything, it kind of makes fun of itself. Um, where it's at. It, in, in comparison to its predecessors. Yeah. They kind of reference a lot of kind of, I think they reference Evil Dead and things like that. And it's a bit like as if the director and writer are making fun of themselves, like who are we to kind of try, to, try yeah. and do this. Yeah. Um, so they do kind of, you know, they tease themselves, but it's mm -hmm. also offset with some genuine scares. And yes. It's yes. ultra violence, really. It is. Um, I know the Nazi zombie thing has been done quite a lot, and it is usually done quite well. I think mm -hmm. this one does it really well. I think I agree. Uh, yeah. the little backstory, it's nothing too complicated. You know, it yeah. involves hidden treasure and, you know. It's kind of simple, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it, it, it just works. And then you've got these kind of, you know, cabin full of, of like, kind of couples, and it's very much got that um, slasher movie formula kind of like a cabin and let's go to the cabin in the woods yeah, kind of thing. exactly and then but then it just gets to the point where i think what made it enjoyable for me was in particular there's the scene where 
I think two of the guys are like, right, let's fight back. And it ends up a bit like a video game. They've got like chainsaws and stuff <laughs> strapped to them. Yeah. And, and the music yeah. kind of ramping up. And it just goes like, <laughs> you, know, you can't help but think, this is so cool. It's just I so know. Cool. You get wrapped up in the moment. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> His bits going everywhere, and, the, and he's like laughing, just like completely maniacally. Lost. Like, yeah, he's like yeah. lost it. He's just like, I don't even care anymore. And obviously, because um, it's on you know a snowy mountain, that kind of blood on the snow is just like really, you know, yeah, it just works so well. It's so vivid. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I'd, looking into you know, I don't know if you've seen the sequel to that because it's. That's a fairly good um, sequel too, because I haven't uh, seen the sequel. Mm -mm. Yeah, it, it actually um, directly follows. Oh, uh, the okay. end. It, like, okay. It literally is unusual because um, it's shot completely separately, but the I think they recreate uh, the the very end, and it carries on from there. It just goes from there. Yeah, which is which is unusual, but it is it's hmm. it's enjoyable. Um, yeah. It might not be as good as you know the original, but it's well, it's not far off. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I I can't for the life of me the, the the guy who who made it also was involved in something kind of bigger. But you'll have to Google that later. Yeah, uh, I don't know I think, off the top of my head. I think it's Danish, isn't it? I think. That's I think not. so. But the guy he's done he's done other things anyway, which yeah yeah um, yeah quite surprising. And like I said. This is what my brain's like, you know. I uh, I envy anyone who, who's just like wiki up here. I'm like just knows no. everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm more I'm more like wicker. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm comfortable. I'm steady, but there are no surprises. I can't <laughs> I can't remember names. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So yeah, Dead Snow. Um, Dead Snow like, is a lot of fun. It may. I think the main reason why I think it makes it is a solid kind of zombie slasher, really. But I think <laughs> it makes my list because there there are no real horror comedies that kind of have ever go near any of my top fives. Um, yeah. No, I I think I would say the same probably. Yeah. You know, I think like Army of Darkness maybe. It's I I enjoyed it at the time, but. Yeah, not aged great. I don't think. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I like Dead Snow. I think um, it's. I'm the same way. I think horror comedies. It's a very like. It's a really hard line to walk because most of the time they end up just being really silly. Yeah, and like all of anything that could be horror is like kind of lost in translation between trying to be funny and keeping it mm. going. It's it's a really hard. Um, yeah, it's a really hard line to walk. And I dev my number of horror comedies that I like is 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 really short, but this one mm -hmm. was a good one. And I kind of think when I went in to watch it the first time, which has been, you know, a few years ago now, but the first time I ever went to see it or the first time I watched it, it was um I kind of knew at least going into it based on like the simpleness of the name that it was probably going to be something a little more light, which was yeah. helpful not going into it thinking it was going to be this crazy dark scary zombie movie. Mm -hmm. And then trying to transition from thinking that way to thinking, okay, this is actually meant to be a little bit more fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it has a lot of really fun scenes. My favorite one is them when they pop up like weasels out of the snow. That's like my favorite one. Yeah, that's yeah, like that's... one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> yeah, but I think it, um, so like, before it gets too silly, it, it has some genuinely like kind of tough 
scenes like you know the women that are running with and like they have particularly bad deaths and you think they're actually going to get away um yeah and then no, you're that's like, true. you know and it's really you know i think one of them kind of is semi-conscious and when she comes to it shows you what she's seeing yeah. and the zombies are just eating her and she's just like you know pulls a pin out of a grenade yeah like, right it's like really bleak you know and they just see like a distant explosion and it's the mate blowing themselves up and it's really dark in some ways but then it'll no, snap it back to like um which made me laugh a lot more i, I watched it a few months back and i laughed loads at it in that yeah. um, i think directly after that the guys have gone another way um to try and distract them yeah and literally yeah there's like these two kind of nazi zombies kind of like looking around and it just pans up and the guys just just in a tree just trying to like, <laughs> yeah. hide. But like there's nothing for miles <laughs> and like burr tree just like <laughs> And they just obviously just slowly turn around and see him, and it's just that's like right. it's really cool, so fun. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's why he gets in because um, it There's... it's a difficult thing to do, and it does it well. Yeah, no, it is. I think that one is done really well. I haven't seen the sequel. Is there only two? That I that I know of. I mean, oh, I got okay. I got both of them in a the, like a double pack DVD. Oh, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, there might be a third one. I don't know. It's probably not worth watching. Yeah, well, probably not. And I, I will say this is kind of like an overgeneral thing. One of the things that I think is hard about zombie movie sequels or anything that comes after is it's a lot. I think there's something about that initial panic of this happening mm -hmm. as like a this is the beginning of it, right? And then whenever we go too far into the future, it almost feels safer. So it just doesn't have the same initial panic of discomfort of yeah. like, oh no, like this is the end of the world. And I think that's hard to fix in a zombie sequel specifically. Cause you always, you're always get to this place of like, yeah, but look at all they've accomplished in like 10 years yeah. or however long it's been like 28 weeks later was the same way for me. Like I really liked it, but it was not as, as uncomfortable as the first one. No, because they've regained, they've regained control, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's hard not to find a zombie kind of franchise where they don't, you know, do that kind of time yeah. lapse. When the yeah. sequel comes out, it's quite significantly far in the future. Or right, um, it would possibly be more interesting if it's got to do that, where it's literally more like a Mad Max situation, where mm. you know there's a there's a few people living underground, and if you go, you know, there's it's just a world of zombies, but. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're you're kind of like a fan of dystopian stuff, anyway, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I think yeah. it just it just taps into what we're all scared of, which is kind of there not being anything you know, left. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes you'll watch the news and you kind of wish for it, <laughs> and you yeah. just think, you know what, I, I I wouldn't mind fighting someone with a crossbow for a tin of beans. That's where. I'm <laughs> That's where I am at in, in life. That's how frustrated I'm going to get. I'll, I'll take mm -hmm. that, that lifestyle. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I think that's why it works. That it, yeah, and it always looks cool. I mean, you know, the imagery and everything. It's just a cool kind of genre. Um, no, I agree. You know, I've read a lot of kind of dystopian stuff recently, and it's just it's always killer. It, it's very unusual that you'll read something, kind of a dystopian kind of. Fiction where it lets you down. It's usually, yeah. you know, I think that's where 
there needs to be a kind of big budget kind of train to Busan kind of and just be what yeah. I think the sequel tried to do both. I think it tried to bridge the gap. I think, you know, if they'd have just made a separate film in kind of a dystopian kind of mm-hmm. future, then maybe that would have just, with that kind of budget, you don't get that opportunity much, I don't think, in horror to be afforded right. that. So, you yeah. know, it'd have been nice if they'd have just took that chance and just been like, we're going to have it, you know, everything's fallen, there's very few survivors, and this is kind of what life's going to be like. And I just think people would find that refreshing. Yeah, and with Peninsula, it's like an isolated area. Yeah. and Which things... also removes some of the discomfort, because then you're like, oh, yeah. well, just like, don't go over there. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's like, it's a particular mission, isn't it? And it's, you know, yeah. it's a bit like, um, what's the Zack Snyder one on Netflix Arm- recently? Uh, Army of the, no, it's Army something, isn't it? Yeah, you're right there. Army of the Dead? I think so, yeah. But that's like a mission. That's putting them back, you know, that's putting them in an area where it's just zombies to, you know, to do a robbery. It's the same kind of thing, thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'll have to look for the Dead Snow sequel, see if I can find it. The last time I watched Dead Snow, I was able, I think I rented it. Yeah. I think. I have to see if I can find the sequel though, just so I can say that I've seen it because I haven't. I like the first one, so it's it's very yeah, it's it's very similar kind of you know thing. Might be a little bit more serious, but um, I don't okay. remember it. I don't remember it that well. I've like seen Dead Snow probably you know six times. Right. I think I've seen, think I've seen the sequel twice. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah, it's 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 probably worth watching. Yeah. Um, so your third one is Wreck. Yes, the original Spanish. The original. Yeah. Now I know through talking with you on Twitter that you went the other way around. So watching the original didn't seem particularly groundbreaking. It was well, hard. And I feel like I did a huge disservice to myself because I really wish I would have seen the other one first. But yeah. it's it's really hard when like, I didn't even know that Quarantine was a remake. I didn't know that for a long time. And then I I kept seeing Wreck come up as like, you know, it streams on different places. And I was like, okay, well, but then like some, I don't even know how I figured it out, but somebody had said, or I'd learned through somebody else that it was the same. It was the remake the quarantine Mm. was the American one or the, um, yeah, the American one. And I was like, what? I didn't even know that. And yes, I did try to go back and watch it recently for found footage month. And it was really hard to separate yeah, I mean, you said it because I've not seen the remake, um, but you said it's pretty much like for like. Almost exactly. Like, even down to the dialogue. Like, um, and of course, I, I mean, I watched it with subtitles, but it was, it's one of the, um, it's like, I mean, oh my God, like almost, like literally almost the exact same thing. Um, the only differences that I saw, and I'm sure that for people who prefer Wreck, who have seen both, who got to see Wreck first, um, the things that I've noticed that were different that may make people sway more on the wreck side than the quarantine side is some of the shots were definitely more, um, I, I don't know about, I guess better is probably like kind of a, a simple way to say it, but 
you can tell the artistic differences in some of the shots that were um, captured. Um, even though it's the same shot, there's it's just enough of a difference that you either see more so it's better or you see less yeah. and it's better or, you know, like that kind of thing. Definitely a stylized difference. Um, when we did our found footage live, somebody did comment on that, actually, that it had that the shooting was enough. There was enough of a difference that it made Rex superior. But I I just really struggled to separate them because they were like the exact same movie. And it was so crazy because that's not normally the case with remakes. Like usually they have their own little things that they do or things they leave out, things they add, but it was literally like step for step, like the same movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bad. I mean, totally different experience for me. Um, Yeah. Because I got recommended. um, I got past a, a VHS of like oh. that's how long ago we're talking yeah uh, it was towards the end of like the vhs days and it was the original copy um yeah and my mate was like oh because he knew that i'd um i'd been buying um this distributor basically bought up all the rights to like uh ring the original and a lot of the kind of japanese horror yeah so i was going through this time of kind of watching that and just it was just scurring the hell out of me because i think it's so culturally different because i'd been like very much watching just all american kind of slashes like i've mentioned before sure yeah i'd kind of been desensitized to that to then start watching stuff where you don't even see the person get killed but somehow it was like scurring the life out of me and then he comes along with my mate and he's like oh you like all them don't you i've got this here and i was like oh and i was like wreck and obviously they cover it you can tell it means like you know record sure and the old kind of amcorder um symbol right and he was like yeah it's a uh, spanish and i was like what spanish horror i was like because <laughs> obviously there's loads of spanish horror, but like uh, you, sure. just don't, you don't get you know you don't get to see them so it was like all the way back then it was like a spanish horror, and he's like trust me mate it's like oh and he was like on the end it'll just freak you out and yeah i watched it and i was like because you know it's that found footage style i was like yeah. living it. i was like locked in you're that there apartment. yeah i was locked in yeah. there with them and i was like oh man bring you know bring back um the scary woman climbing out of a telly any day <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and i just thought um the way it was shot and the documentary style you know it's you know the 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 rookie kind of reporter who's got like she's just kind of following the fire brigade around yeah. It's just the acting is very realistic mm-hmm. to the yeah, point where at the beginning it's, you know, very much nothing's going to happen. And then when things do start happening and, um, you know, obviously you could argue, um, is it a zombie film? And I just kind of always count if people are getting attacked by one thing and they're, bec- you know, and that's infecting them and they're becoming. That's where I, just I go kind of, to I, I, you know, I group them, you know, you could say, oh, it's not, you know, it's, it's not a zombie film, but I, I feel like it is. I know there's kind of yeah. the backstory of kind of voodoo and, you know, the, various yeah. kind of weird practices and that, um, which is a cool backstory. Yeah. And some, you know, and some of the sets when they go into the guy's room and there's all the weird kind all of stuff and, sitting everywhere. Um, I think, yeah, I don't think it gets enough credit because it's, it's, you know, it's from you know, it's from the nineties, and and a lot of stuff since has definitely borrowed from it, and including 
obviously the American producers that completely borrowed it and just did a kind and of remake. just copy and pasted it, yeah. Um, yeah, where I think, like, you know, obviously I've not seen the remake because I feel like this was one at the time where I got in a particular huff about it and I was like, no, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. I don't need to watch it. Why have yeah, you done that? I know, yeah. There's nothing wrong with the original. You know, yeah. I think I went on a just because people don't want to read subtitles rant and I've just stayed. <laughs> don't want to read subtitles. Bloody, bloody lazy. I mean, and like, and but still you, but you're, not, you're not wrong though, because I, I mean, like I, whenever I, I try to try to watch stuff like in my house, it can't have subtitles or when we watch, I have to watch all that stuff by myself. And I will, some of the best horror movies I've found were a hundred percent, not in English. Like, I, some yeah. of the best ones that I have found. And I, oh, and so you did say something that reminded me. So there is another difference between the two. The ending and the information you get about what is supposedly going on is a little bit different in um, in quarantine okay. than it is um, in, in rec. There's, it's, this, it's similar, super similar. The final shot is the exact same, but the information is a little bit different. Um, you had said okay. something, I won't specify what, but you said something that reminded me of that. So that part is a little bit different, but I, so the, so quarantine came out in 2008, I think. And it's got the girl, I can never remember her name from Emily Rose, the exorcism of Emily Rose. Have you ever seen that one? No, no. I won't have, <laughs> yeah. I can actually, you know, um, I, I usually say no as a default, but I, I don't tend to. Don't think you've seen that one. Oh, I don't tend to watch much exorcism stuff. Oh, it's okay. Of, oh, I didn't know that. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a congested genre for me. Congested. Um, says says How the guy who's they... talk, says the guy who's talking about zombie films. Yeah. Like, so that's a, so. <laughs> so Steve actually feels the same way about exorcism movies. Well, like he's a, just a brother from another mother. Yeah, that's you why. guys are obnoxious. <laughs> Yeah. He did. He did message me earlier and told me to tell you um, something. I forgot what it was now, but it was. Oh well. Yeah. Oh, tell tell Adam I said hello to my horror brother. He's awesome and can't wait to talk. It comes at night soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to be in on that though. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same without your eye rolling. Yeah, I know. It definitely. You'd just be like. I just like you know. You should just be on like a third screen, maybe like. I don't know, like cooking dinner or just... kind of reading reading a book and just kind of occasionally just kind of going. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just going back to whatever you're doing, you know, because. Oh, my God. It, that's so true. Yeah. It, imagine if it was just the two of you, though. You would just get to have a fun, pleasant conversation about how much you love this movie. I just don't think there'd be any sense in it, though, would there? It's just be like, <laughs> you know, when two people really like something and it's just like ends up when like, there's a dog at a party. Everyone's just going to be like, oh, oh yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> and, then just, and then his, cre his credits will just come up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, well, take yeah that we... as, I'll take that as a compliment, I guess. I don't know how. So... <laughs> it's, like, it's not the same without you there to bitch about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, need, you know, it's, not, it's better to have a discussion if there's someone who doesn't isn't agree. kind of fully on board with everything that you like. Yeah. It's a lot more interesting. Oh, it um, is. Yeah, yeah, one of the podcasts I listen to is a horror podcast, and they talk movies. And it's you run uh, podcast. This is the guy I was telling you that's in that's from the UK, and he um, you guys don't sound anything alike though, so I'm assuming you're kind of far apart. <laughs> um, just because I well the UK is massive. Down 
oh, I don't know. He just doesn't sound the same as you. You guys have different accents. You're at, you you talk differently. You speak differently. Yeah, I'm re I'm really common. I'm like Is that what that means? <laughs> I'm a commoner. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a working class okay. kind of feral creature. <laughs> you know, north of the, you know, I live like north of the wall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's I have no idea. I just know that. Um, well, I know that the obvious. I don't. The UK is not a, like a small town somewhere, right? I obviously know that, so I know it's very big. But it's like you guys. Yeah, I we, just we just we just confuse matters because it's not. You know, in comparison, it's not a very big country. But mm. what we've done is, someone five miles away will sound completely different from me, and then someone oh. five miles away, we just. There's two, you know, the, the regional accents, the, you know, there's there's just thousands upon thousands. Mm. And then you throw in regional slang and oh sure. It, and it, it just makes get, it it yeah. gets crazy. If you know, if you listen to all the different kind of accents and things, you would think that the UK is like the size of Russia or something. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I don't know but why we're like this, but we are. I don't know why we're like we're just that. we're just awkward people. In the South, in the States, there's, there's all kinds of different Southern accents too. And so, so I have a coworker that li literally has lived in the exact same state that I have, like our, our, both of our whole lives, we've lived in the same state, but she grew up about two or three hours South from where mm -hmm. we are now, which was like five or six hours South from where I grew up. And, um, and her accent is, um, is so heavy. Like the things that she says are just is so so heavy and after spending you know because we work together so i see her like eight hours five days a week and um there are days where i catch myself and i'm like i sound so much like it just rubs off on me after so long yeah. it just sounds so different but um anyway side tangent but it's just interesting the accent thing is very interesting to me but, um, yeah, but i also think like two to three hours away in the states you're kind of like that's no big deal no Whereas right two to three hours here if you tell like if you say to me yeah we're gonna get in the car and drive for three hours i'll probably cry my eyes out really <laughs> be like i don't wanna i, I don't, don't wanna. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and well in, in the city that i live in um it's pretty normal for people to have hour hour and a half commutes to work to and from every day yeah it's just no. that's just kind of normal like you know one really thinks like like Tasha and I, because I'm going to meet Tasha in person, I think in July, as long as everything works out. And um, she's only three hours away or so, a little over three hours. And that's like nothing. Feels like nothing. Are you sure you're doing the right thing meeting Tasha in person? <laughs> she's going to watch this. You better. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't care. I'm safe over here. I'm, I'm worried. Because, you know, she strikes me as someone who has very oily rope in the back of a car. And, uh, you know. It's just so there's just a there's just a there's there's just evil in her eyes. I'll, I'll just say, hi, <laughs> <laughs> <I> Tasha. <you. laughs> oh my god, there's evil in her eyes. Yeah, oh. yeah, you know, she seems you no, know, she seems lovely, but you know, if if television's taught me anything, that's who you should be very careful about. Yeah, well, I'm glad that she's on my side. I think I can, I think I can say at least that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so basically, you're just going meeting her so she doesn't kind of kick your front door down in the middle of the night. 
in the middle of the it would be in the middle of the night yeah because well and because we're doing um hopefully everything is still is gonna work out with this too but we're supposed to go to see um we're supposed to go to west virginia together in september for the mothman festival and i was like we should all hang out before then because we're going to be spending like a whole week weekends like under the same roof doing all of the same things together we should probably meet before then and um because i mean obviously like we text all the time we talk on the phone like we talk all the time but it's um so yeah so i think the as long as everything works out, I think with her schedule and stuff, her changes, um, she's supposed to come down for July 4th. We're going to go, you ready? This is going to only make you feel worse or make you feel not worse, more right. So we're going axe throwing while she's down here. <laughs> yes. And, and Tasha will be the only person who brings her own axes. <laughs> It'll have like a leather thing on the top of it. She'll take it off very carefully. It'll yeah. have like a name and the handle. Yeah. It will have a T. It'll have a T. And you'll be like, please say, Please tell me that's Tomahawk. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I told her I have my my suspicion is she will be the only one that's any good at it. I did tell her that. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I agree about things being um, much more entertaining when things are different. Though that's what I was, that was my point actually bringing up you run because the guy that co-hosts with him um, they like never agree on horror movies and it makes for yeah. such an entertaining episode. So. Yeah, I'll, cons I'll consider doing it. It comes at night. I'll consider yeah, it. Yeah, all the best. You know, all the best podcasts and that is basically people bickering. So you know, that's so true. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. that's what. Do people... you think you'll ever watch quarantine, or you think you're just like, mm -mm. no? <laughs> that's okay. I'm, I'm not like... personally offended. No, I just... <laughs> you know what it's like. There are just so many films, and there are so many books. And I just like if I if I rewatch something, I'm always a bit like nervous about it. Like I could be watching something new, and I'm watching this again. Yeah. You know, and I get a bit like like I never like I I hear a lot of people you know who love reading and they've read the same book like six times, so, and I'm like I just I can't because you know that's like five books that I could have read. So I'm just I I never reread books. No matter. I have favorite books and I and I just don't reread them because I have I to move I have to move on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel um I don't necessarily feel that way with rereads, but I do feel that way if I end up watching something I've already seen and I have stuff I need to read or other yeah. stuff to watch. I feel the same way. And it's hard because like especially trying I, and I know you probably feel the exact same way about books, um, but it's so hard to stay on top of any of it anyway, because by the mm. time you've missed a day of not doing either, you're behind on six new things that you're supposed yeah. to be, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, what you, you know, you know what it's like. You, if you work and you're a parent, you think that your day is going to go one way and you're thinking I'll pencil in, lots of reading time i'm going to watch that movie today and then you actually end up watching that movie a week next thursday you know and, and you ha and yeah. you don't read that book for you know so i've yeah. said before i'm no nowhere near as prolific as as some of the people in the writing community um you know who are churning out work and also reading Crazy five, amounts of five times more than me um, yeah month i just don't know i just don't know how they do it um i just yeah. like i like sleep you know <laughs> it's just... no it's a it's a lot and i think too what always ends up happening to me 
is my movies get split up. So if I start one, but I'm not able to start it until 10 o'clock at night, you know, then I, and it's a three hour movie because God knows so many yeah. of them are now. It's like, oh, like you've just split yeah. it up. And you it, start and thinking, I'll do an hour. I'll watch what the first hour. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. And then I feel like too, when you split a movie up, especially something if it's something that like you really need to pay attention to or there's kind of a lot going on i feel like you you forget or you miss some of it because you stop you know like you're breaking up your your whatever and then you're going to yeah yeah, yeah. i feel that's depressed. okay you don't you don't have to watch quarantine i was just curious if you were thought jennifer carpenter is the girl that's in it by the way i was trying to remember who that was or what her name was it also has um um doug jones he is a uh, normally doesn't get to play a person. He's normally a monster. Um, he's like huge into um, oh my gosh, what he's in Abe and Hellboy. He's in like uh, the Shape of Water, oh, um, yeah. the Fawn and the Pale Man in uh, Pan's Labyrinth. He does. He's done like a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's he plays the vet in Quarantine. So anyway, just right. I've, I like them. So I was like kind of excited to see them in something, but I had no I didn't know the other one existed. So I did like Wreck. It's obvious, I mean, I like the story. I like the yeah. the scenes are still just as uh, just as unsettling. It just was so hard to get like separate myself from the two. And then, like I said, they're, the endings of the two are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Well, again, so. that has a sequel as well. Um, Wreck has like three. Yeah, I've seen three or four, I think. I've definitely seen the second one, and only recently. Um, yeah, and that follows on directly. Um, they're in the oh. same. They're in the same apartment block in the second one. In the second one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so you actually have some reoccurring character stuff going on. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it if you you know if you like wreck, it's more of the same. And then I think I've I've marked them that I want to watch them the other ones and they're apparently good but the different kinds of films and I've I've seen the trailers for them and they do look like still look cool I think one of them is on a on board like a big kind of naval vessel okay I was thinking yeah. airplane but maybe that maybe that's what I was trying to think of. yeah I, I think thinking... I think I think it's on like a ship and ship. they're doing like I think there's some sort of experimentation going on okay. um yeah i think yeah i mean I, I would probably watch the other ones i liked the first one i just felt frustrated with myself that i didn't know that it was a remake and i kind of didn't get to see that until after the fact because yeah. i mean i mean wreck came out in the 90s i just saw it for the first time and found footage my yeah <laughs> like well i you know if it wasn't for my friend you know back back in back in my teens you know when i don't know if i would have ever have known yeah. of it and um, obviously you, you've got all the you know a lot of the japanese films mm -hmm. you know with the, the bigger ones like the grudge and um, the ring mm -hmm. a lot of people got to hear about them and watch them before the remake um i don't think that was the case with wreck um just oh. because of, just because of the difference between japanese cinema and, and spanish cinema um, sure maybe you know yeah yeah. So do you have a, um, I think we've actually talked about this briefly, maybe in chat or something before when it comes to stuff coming from other countries, is, is it, is it super delayed for you too? Like, so like the, um, 
the one of like my new favorite werewolf movies is called The Howling Village, but it came out like two years ago. But it wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to pull it to watch it in the States until last year. Right. Okay. Um, it's, it's, I think it's Japanese. I think it's Japanese. Yeah. So I'm not 100% sure with that. You, what tends to happen in this country? Mm-hmm. Um, there was a distributor, I think they called something like Tartan Distributor, and they okay. basically, in the VHS days, they distributed all these um, overseas films. Okay. So it wasn't immediate, but obviously in the States, you're going to have some kind of distributors that are going to specifically deal with, you know, okay. Asian horror. Okay. Um, so you could probably get to see them sooner than that i'd imagine um yeah by kind of finding out who the the distributors are and they'll probably you know get on a newsletter for them and you'll probably be getting alerts about new stuff coming your way yeah there'll still be a delay i imagine but you know sure just maybe not as long stuff from cinema to kind of being able to buy it yourself is a lot quicker now yeah um i think we're just we're probably at the mercy of streaming aren't we um, so yeah, we were on about this with um, with Hellbender with Shudder. We all thought it was kind of brand new, but it was actually <laughs> out last year. But it's only just come on Shudder, so and it's not it's been like anywhere else. Yeah, apart from probably limited cinematic run. So mm. you just don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think um, Shudder's a funny one. The potential is absolutely massive for them i agree um but the, you know when they put new stuff on it's old stuff rather than you know it's you know obviously it's a budget thing but it'd be nice if they could actually have the kind of if you had someone with a netflix budget to to just focus on horror where you could just yeah. get you know you could just get With all the, the kind of new horror yeah. makers to make you horror films and there are some shudder exclusive that you know that i've really enjoyed especially sure. when it when it first kind of launched over here, there was a few kind of launch titles um, that, were, that were really good, mm. specifically made for Shudder. Um, that sense was settled down a bit now, and it's just kind of buying up older yeah. ones. And and then slapping original on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is actually kind of frustrating. Netflix actually does the same thing. They take things from like um, – one of my favorite shows that, of course, the moment it got on Netflix, they canceled because that's what they do, um, was actually a sci-fi original show. So it came on the sci-fi channel and that's where it originated. And then when Netflix got it, they took over it for the final season and it just became a Netflix original. It's like, but no, <laughs> like, it's <Yeah>. not. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, I, don't, I think I mean, Netflix is all over the place for... Mm. You know, you could no matter how much you love that first season, you, you're really holding back your love because you think this is going to get cancelled. It's going to be gone. Yeah, I watch. I don't watch a lot of new shows for that very reason. Breaking yeah. Bad was like that. I didn't watch a single episode of Breaking Bad until it was finished. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no. You did. You did really well. Yeah, I did. I'm pretty good at ignoring the um, the big ones like that. Um, but it was, it, but it, I'm, I'm glad that I did. Of course, I didn't really like the final season, but I, I'm glad that I did though, because my luck, I would have been super invested and we would have been left with one season. And like, um, 
there's this show. I don't know if you've heard of it called um, Lie to Me. Yeah. It's got Tim Roth in it. Such a phenomenal show. And they canceled it mid-season. I was like, see, this is why I don't watch new shows. Yeah, it, it sucks so bad that it, it does. It's just there's just no need. It's it's like having a movie that just kind of you know, it's like you're halfway through and the kind of DVD gets spat out or something, and you never you know, it never gets back, and you can never get it back. It's yeah, bad. it's just the most frustrating thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I wish that if they did things like that, if they're going to cancel. I think a summary should be posted about what was going to happen. (laughs) When you, if you have a cliffhanger and your show gets canceled, you are required to submit like six paragraphs about what was going to happen. I want to know what happens to him. I want to know what they did. Yes. A hundred percent. Especially because that is always when shows get canceled. It's always when they're in this big, crazy mess of stuff and you're just left going fantastic. Now I've got to figure it out. Write some fan fiction to figure out what I want to happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess we can get back on topic. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's I could go on and because it's. I think it's particularly kind of. It happens a lot with horror um, series. There's a lot of one season horror series. You know that I made the mistake of watching the first season of, and then you get cancelled. Yeah, the river was like that for me. That was my favorite. What's that? The river. It was so fucking good. It was called The River. It was a show about this family who the dad was like a, um, I don't know, like a Steve Irwin kind of like out in the world going and Mm. videoing himself at all these places and not just focused on animals, but like he truly believed that if he went around the world, he would find the source of real organic magic. Like that nature is made up of magic that we cannot explain. And there's got to be like a source. So he has this TV show and he gets to this certain place. And I can't remember. I want to say it's the Amazon, but I feel like that's my, that's just a generic go-to, but he goes into the middle of somewhere and they're never heard from him. They don't hear from him again for months. Well, satellite phone pings and the mom and the, this of course estranged son come together on this boat to go down the Amazon or whatever to go find him. And it gets crazy. Like some of the, some of the stuff that they come in contact with, like it's all these different spirits or these different types of magic. Like they discover these like crazy um, rituals and like, and they, and they, I won't spoil it in case, cause you can still watch the first season, but I was so pissed that there was only one season because it did kind of wrap up a little bit, but it still left a lot open. And I would have loved to have seen what else happened. It was really good though. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was pretty that sounds, pissed. That sounds like really, like, really interesting. It was really good. It was a, it was a Netflix one. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Yeah. You know I mean? I, I, that sounds like completely different from anything else. And that's it, what you want, that yeah. variety. Um, yeah, it was so good. And you're talking about being in the middle of nowhere and place you've never been before. Like, all of that adds an element of, ooh, we got to be careful, like, and be and you and I've all I love things that kind of explore this topic of like we are not meant to know everything, and I don't yeah. think we should ask. I think sometimes it's better just to leave things alone because whenever you have people that ask, that's when people start dying and bad things start to happen. To them. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, 
very reoccurring theme in, in horror specifically. But and that's kind of what this is. It's like you go looking for answers and you have to be prepared because you may find them. <laughs> They're not going to be yeah. as simple as, oh, this cool thing I'm going to take on, take a picture of on my phone and go back to my life, you know. And it was so freaking good. Like, I think I ended up watching it several times through because I just liked it so much. And I was pissed when it didn't get another season. <laughs> it does sound awesome, to be fair. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's there. I'm trying to, I'm sitting here thinking like who plays the dad? Cause the dad and the son are actually actors that are in quite a few other things, but I'm, I'm drawing a total blank on who they are for some reason, but it was really good. I liked it, but it was another one that got canceled. So and what's it called? The river, the river. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah. I think I will say this. The first season finale was not heart breaking because it, you didn't get more but it just was one of those things that i enjoyed so much they could have continued to do yeah, yeah. you know more with it so you get like a kind of satisfied ending but it's still like damn you know it's good yeah. though yeah um so your fourth one <laughs> we all four <laughs> we got to we got through three and then now okay <laughs> Uh that's okay. This is this is what normally happens when people uh, thank god it's not a thank god it's not a top 10. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because when I did uh when I when I okay, so I was very serious when I told you that I rely on Steve to keep things on track because he's so much better at like keeping things like quick and to the point. And I've done a top 10 video with him and it was only like 23 minutes. I don't know how. Maybe it's not 10, maybe it's maybe it's 30 minutes, but either way. He just—he does kind of strike me that he, you know, he—he um, <laughs> he has that kind of ability to be like, right, come on. Yeah, he's what, very what, good at, at re uh, whatever that is, re like uh, whatever it is, making you focus back on what you're supposed to be talking. But he didn't do that. We did Hellbender, so then I was like, oh right, we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he was just having too much fun um, aggravating you about That's that. Funny. About true. about your favorite production company. Yeah, that's um, probably true. Uh, people do enjoy talking about that with me and making me talk about it. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad it's not a top 10. I, it's, well, top 10 zombies would be hard for me, I think, to come with anyway. Because I don't even know if I have a top 10 list if I had to give one. But um, yeah. I think I'd be putting some fillers. I definitely would have not omitted what I am, you know, Dawn of the Dead on. Um, no, you wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> I think I'd have probably had the remake of Dawn of the Dead in. And yeah. also 28 weeks later. Just to fill it out. <laughs> it's, weird. it's weird, actually. It's like one of my favorite genres. And when I think about it, it's actually a bit crap, isn't it? It can be. <laughs> you know, yeah. for like quality, there's like, it's not a great deal of really good ones, is there? No, no, there's not. I really like hmm. zombies too. And I, I there, yeah. I mean, I like some of the other, um, like, I like the Resident Evil franchise, the one that yeah. the first one they did. And the new one was perfect in every way from start to finish. But um, I kind of don't like to put those in with zombie movies because they're their own. Like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's very, um, the military it's, aspects and like, it's very like, I don't know. I suppose because it's just such a well-known franchise, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of in its own little kind of packaging bubble. and yeah. bubble, yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like you can't talk about those when you talk about zombie movies because if you're going to talk about Resident Evil, you just talk about Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah, to be fair, I, I, I've i not seen the latest one, but I've, I, I like 
I do like the uh, original ones. Um, mm-hmm. They're good. And to kind of prove your point, they didn't come into my mind whatsoever. Doing yeah. This because I didn't. I don't think of them as zombie films. I don't think of them as zombie movies either. I, and they obviously do have zombies, but yeah. it's like it just. I think. I think we just automatically like we separate. And maybe people who aren't Resident Evil fans, like I have a huge connection to the video games, and I grew up playing them, and it was like my yeah. first horror game ever. Like I distinctly remember throwing the controller at, when I saw the first zombie. Like all of those kind of things. You just it just puts it in like it like you said in its own thing. And so you just kind of like. But if you're not a yeah. Resident Evil fan in that way, maybe you would consider it a zombie. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, number four Oops. is <laughs> Ravenous. Yes. Um, this is yeah yeah. This is Ravenous, the French Canadian. Yes. Um. Not the cannibal no. film that is more. This one's think, newer than the yeah, other one. Yeah. yeah, much newer. Yeah, I thought um, so. Yeah, I saw this through Netflix. Mm-hmm. I think it's Me called. Too. It's got another name as well. Yes, um, it does. It does have another name. There's another name, but I know it as Ravenous. I um, know it as Ravenous too. And it was Netflix where I first saw it, and yep. it. I, it absolutely blew me away i just love it so much it's very much the kind of thing that i would enjoy writing within the Mm. kind of universe that they've created by basically being um you know in, in in this forest kind of you know hundreds of miles of forest they're so secluded from everything that Mm-hmm. Little pockets of kind of people have have survived. Yeah, you know, and they don't go into too much detail about. You just know there's been an event, yeah. and um, and yeah, I watched this um, the other night uh, just to kind of refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. I have, I haven't seen it as much as all the other ones, mm-hmm. but loved it just as much um, yeah. this time around, and saw a few things. Um, that I hadn't noticed. Okay. First time round. Um, yeah. I don't know where we, where are we at with spoilers. I don't think we've given too many. Uh, well, with this right? one, no, well, we haven't. I mean, I'm saying. Uh, I mean, we can. You just have to say so beforehand. You just gotta go. Okay, spoiler. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I may. <laughs> I may spoil this film for you. Um. No. Uh. I just. It's got, it. It's just done so well, and I, I, I was, re, you know, I was kind of googling it, um, trying to find more out about it. Mm-hmm. The director, and um, the director is also an actor, and doesn't do anything remotely like this, which is such a shame. I mean, yeah, kind of badass at the same time that he just mm-hmm. kind of showed up and just like pulled this out of yeah, made this like. <laughs> amazing take on the on a zombie kind of genre and mm-hmm. just made it into something so unique and so interesting mm-hmm. the zombies there are you know a completely different you would possibly say they kind of behave like 28 days later zombies yes. when when the frenzied but when there the are a lot of a lot of occasions which are really spooky and ravenous where there will be lots of zombies running about and then as the characters are, say, driving away. 
they'll kind of look over the shoulder and they'll just kind of be one zombie just stood kind of staring at them and in ignoring all the frenzy because there's these kind of stages, I think, of the illness mm-hmm. where there's, they've still got human. You kind of go a bit like kind of psychotic mm-hmm. before they go. And then obviously yeah. they're, building, they're building a shrine. They build little shrines everywhere out of um, kind of... Household items. And- yeah, and, and it, it's obviously a commentary on uh, material things. Um, yeah, because it's televisions, it's toys, chairs, loads of chairs, radios, and yeah, when you notice there's, there's a scene where there's a particular main kind of spire of mm-hmm. chairs, yep, that's just massive, and there's loads of zombies kind of around it, so around it, but there's this kind of background kind of white noise, sound like static, mm-hmm. almost as if it's a signal. Mm-hmm. Almost like they're trying to communicate. And it's, just, it's just so interesting. There's there's so yeah. many aspects to this film that you know if you if you haven't seen Ravenous um, and you like your horror films, this is a you know this is a really I'd say it's like a it's a grown up zombie film. It has a lot of layers to it. It's got um and I so I don't know if you I don't know if you think feel this way too, but I also like it was weird because like. I had this was one after I saw it. I had like it kind of lingered. I had to really think about some of the things that were happening and what I thought that meant versus what it appeared to mean and and that kind of thing. And I think it's like I think that, you know, there's and this is kind of a common zombie trope, but there's this pull of like, are they still people anymore? Like, are zombies really still people or are they just monsters at this point? And I felt I kind of got this feeling, or at least this was my interpretation of certain moments where it was like, those moments of those things that they're doing is like that last piece of humanity that they don't really know how to let go of. Like, why would you in this state go to your house and drag a kitchen chair, you know, from three miles down the road or however far, Mm -hmm. you know, to add it to this. And it's just this weird, like, like action that doesn't make any sense, but it makes, it's just this weird pull, push and pull between becoming completely taken over and not being a human being anymore, a person and still trying to hold on to those shreds of humanity. And then to think to your point that all of your, all the only thing you think about when your connection to humanity is materials, the things that you had in your house. And I thought like that took me a couple days to get there with that one, but I also had no idea what I was getting into when I sat down to watch it. Um, Fun fact, I actually watched it for zombie awareness month last month, which is when I saw it. Yeah, I did. Um, I did a thirty-second zombie horror movie review every day for that entire month, and so that was on my list. And um, but I I loved the artistic visuals for how we were showing these connections to humanity versus not. Like it was really well done. It's fantastic because the cinematography is beautiful. Yeah, it's stunning. Yeah, it's like really, really well shot. The acting is. 100% 100% believable goes over really well every single there's there's no kind of duff kind of characters in there it's just so well it, yeah. it it's sometimes in like the music industry you will get say you know a hip hop producer will work on a kind of heavy metal album and it will just mm. work you know and and then you will maybe get like the other way around and it mm. felt to me this was the same you had someone who wasn't particularly 
a horror writer or director um and he he's kind of been given this project and it's like how would you make a zombie film and it's because of that it's yeah. just it's not like any sort of zombie films that i've watched um yeah. it really does push train to busan for me in in terms of working with what it's got it's it's different in that train to busan is heavily populated lots of people mm-hmm. in a city ravenous is you know in a, you know it's like the mountainous kind of forest regions very few people so when you come across someone you kind of take notice mm-hmm. and there's a lot of kind of people kind of sizing each other up in ravenous where, yes yeah. you know they'll come across other survivors and it's not immediately like what happens in other zombies were They'll be like, right, give us give us all your supplies, give us your gun, this, this, and the other. They don't <laughs> sure. do that. They just all they kind of give each other a look of like, this mm. is horrible. How you know, you leave me alone and I'll leave you alone. Let's just yeah. keep trying to survive. Yeah. And what you what what you eventually have when you when you kind of digest the whole film is you've basically been given a group of survivors and you are seeing literally their last week. As being survivors almost you know it's 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 different in that usually you get survivors and they keep on surviving and it's like survivors mm. have literally got to the point where you know we are running out of everything we're running out of places to hide we're running out of supplies mm-hmm. you know yeah we've done well because we've been in the forest but now all the people from the city are starting wandering back to the forests again mm-hmm. because of what yeah. you said this kind of they've come home and the, mm-hmm. that kind of last bit of humanity is kind of made yeah. them, know, them. Yeah. go back there. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it, it's fantastic. Um, I actually forgot uh, the beginning bit at the racetrack until... The ending. Uh, yeah. Right? The, like... the, the beginning bit as well, though. Is, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I... <laughs> it's one of my favourite little, you know, for... An, in, an introduction to a zombie film you've got you know a racing track and there's a guy with a girl and he's on the kind of racing car yeah and they just kind of the kissing and then they turn around and there's just a girl kind of just stirring at them and the girl looks kind of completely normal yeah and then all of a sudden she just kind of goes Rah! and just uh-huh. is like a rabid yeah. dog and just bites the girl and it's just like it's so much more shocking um because it's in broad daylight there's no kind of and just a normal yeah, yeah yeah the kid looks normal it's just really shocking and then obviously it goes to a few weeks or months i think in of these people who've been kind of yeah. living uh trying to make them you know the, the don't get me wrong at this point they're already kind of battle scarred aren't they you know they talk about one of the characters has already killed his family oh right yes you've turned and things like that. the guy who's telling the joke having so. to yeah mm-hmm. um so like they're kind of up there as hunters and you get a sense of that they're outdoorsy survival people and they're in the middle of nowhere so that's kind of how they're getting on but the kind of nets closing in on them and it's just a really good mix of characters because you know you've got the guy who who looks like especially in the poster he looks like um walter white from breaking bad (laughs) When he yes. shaves his head because he's shit. Yeah. He's got a similar coat, glasses. And, and then his, his glasses. Head, and a goat. 
And I, I can never, that's the only thing I can't get out of my head when I watch it. I'm like, it's just like Breaking Bad. <laughs> and then you've got a child, you've got, um, mm -hmm. there's a, you know, there's a, there's a woman who's got what she says is a dog bite and all the time you're kind of questioning that, but. Like, know. is it really, is it not? That's the one that was tied up, I think, in the beginning. Yeah. Not tied, maybe cuffed um, or something. He, yeah. He makes the decision to so, free her in the escape. And then he goes to his mate's kind of relative to break the bad news. Right. He's kind of an old lady and there's another kind of old lady. But they're yeah, like and then... really badass. And then the ultimate badass in it is the woman in the business suit. Yes. She's come all the way from the city and she's like yep. got a machete and she's just like... She's just been doing what she needs to do. <laughs> it's just a, there's an empty kind of child um seat in a car and that's kind of all it says you just that's know it. that she's lost a child and because of that she's just a berserker and every time there are zombies around she's just like in the, in the, mid of, in the middle of it it's such a badass in it um, yeah yeah the just, subtleties for the storytelling in that were really good you yeah. got a lot without having it like kind of thrown at you it was more of just you paid attention you got it yeah, and part. then the bit, the bit that I only got this time round was there's a bit where they have to, they've moved on from the farmhouse, they've only just kind of survived and they're looking for mm -hmm. somewhere to stay and they yeah. come across another kind of barn and there's a, there's a note with some supplies and the note basically says, yeah. I'm the only one left, um, help yourself to whatever, um, be careful of such a thing and it's just kind of a normal note but in the end it it says from number 79 and it's actually the racing car driver's number oh. so the racing car driver is at the very beginning he's represented then, in the middle and then and he's then at the end that's so I, what, yeah i didn't catch that yeah so what essentially time. happens for such which is cool writing is this guy who's a racing car driver essentially does a lap of the film and comes all the way around all the way back around and it's yeah. just such a cool little tool that's I, neat yeah, yeah I, know. Really, I didn't really catch good. that yeah it's really good and uh, just a cherry on top for what is just a tremendous and kind of emotional you know there's a beauty to it there's a rawness to it um the very vulnerable characters um, yeah even yeah. when they're kicking ass you know they're but, emotional yeah. they're emotionally on the edge and yep yeah um yeah it's just great it's just great that you've it's not just a bunch of very attractive people fighting zombies it's just normal so people, you know and older actors as well it were just so gritty and make it so real because that's what it would be like there'd be a range of people and a range of ages um and it just makes no, it, yeah. so, it just makes it so cool um like a it's it's one of my favorite movies let alone kind of zombie movies it's one of my favorite it's movies really good I just love it. Um, and it's one that I, I was surprised that you had actually seen it. Um, when you said, <laughs> well, I've seen it. And I was like, yeah, of course you have. Of course. And then I what was like, the you? ones with the chairs? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, <laughs> she's seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I've i seen some horror stuff, okay? <laughs> yeah, just one or two. Just one or two things. Yeah, that one. Um, I actually, that was one I think that I had seen somebody share before it was available on Netflix. And then I had it on my calendar for the day that it came out to watch it. 
Mm. And um, I really liked it. I, and I, I will be honest, like I, I kind of really like movies that they kind of just leave you in this space of you don't know if you like them or not. And then you think about them afterwards. Yeah. Because I think that that in, in and of itself is impressive. If, if you can yeah. get someone to think about something you've just given to them for way after the time that they've cut the TV off and walked away from the theater or whatever, um, there's something to be said about that as far as it being impressive. And, and it was one that I just was thinking, I literally remember the, um, the person I watched it with, like, I remember messaging and being like, okay, so I've got a thought <laughs> like, cause I was thinking yeah. about it for days after I saw it. That one is a really good one. Um, I really liked it a lot. And I think it's definitely one of, um, the better group survivor horror zombie yeah. movies too, because um, a lot of times we get these like over the top tropey characters. We've got the, the, you know, the racist and the, mm -hmm. the, you know, like we get all these like very, like the hero, the, like all these very specific archetypes that almost really do make them seem so they're so phony. And to your point, yeah. like these, these were real, these felt, these were people that like were real. Like it just yeah. made it feel more real. It's interesting yeah. because you, the guy who's the main character. Yeah. Almost fades into the background kind of three quarters of the way through to allow the other characters to come forward so that then you kind of realize that, you know, it's almost like him saying, I'm not this alpha male hero. I'm, I'm just here with these to... guys and I'm just trying to survive. And, you know, Love it. without yeah. spoiling it, you end up seeing him at his absolute most vulnerable towards the end. Um, you know, and it's quite heartbreaking. Um, you're just rooting for people to, to survive. And I also think, you know, going back to the, you know, what we were saying earlier, I find, although it's modern day, because of the setting and because of the characters, it does feel that dystopian kind of vibe to it because not yeah. you know if you because i think they say in one part um they ask um the woman in the business suit about yeah. the city and she basically says there's not much left so it kind of alludes to the fact that everything's gone yeah is what i'm saying so i think it kind of it it did have that feel of this is the end of the world and this the only the people, that are, yeah, the only people left are these people that you're watching in this forest, yeah, um, and they're outnumbered, and it's just, it's, it sounds pretty bleak, but it's just, it's very entertaining. It was, yeah. No, I thought it was really good. I liked Ravenous a lot. Um, and your fifth one was one I had not heard of. Yeah, and this is one I'm worried about from your point of view. Okay. <laughs> like, but only because I I literally have not watched this in twenty years. Yeah, because it's a, a eighty five. Eighty five. Okay, I was gonna man, I was gonna make this is the only thing I've got wrote down is about this one. But I mean, and it was because this was I was worried about this one because it was something I watched as a child. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, think, okay. I think, well, I think I must have been about 11 or 12. And it's, yeah, scared, but still, um, it scared me so much. Um, but then I watched it today, um, because I was like, I meant to watch it earlier in the week and you know, time, like we're saying, 
Um, so yeah. I, I watched it today before I, before I went out, and um, I was watching it a bit like things that I was remembering, like of like being terrifying. I was like, God, that's really cheesy. Um, <laughs> but then I think you know, eighty five though. I mean, it's not yeah, like <laughs> it, what, what I will say. It is very much of its era, even down to the soundtrack. I mean, we're talking yes. Billy Idol, Motley Crue. Sure. Go west, you know what I mean. I think it's got yeah, like this theme stuff, where it's yeah. like supposed to be these really kind of tough criminals joyriding, and they're listening to Go West, right. like 80s <laughs> pop music. And it's like, yeah, you know, nowadays it'd be like really kind of hard hip hop, and there it was like, we close our eyes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like... and they were actually doing cocaine out of a Coca Cola can, out right? Of straw. Out of the straw, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's, <laughs> I'm talking. I'm I'm talking it out of the list here. Uh, Good for you. <laughs> Use your notes. Yeah, I, I'm. I think it, it's still. Um, Did I say the name of it? Demons. Did I say that? Yeah, demons. Oh, sorry. Uh, which, 1985. Yeah. Sorry. It's an Italian film. Yeah. Um, it's. It's available on Shudder now. If you do watch yep. it, it, it is dubbed. There's yes. no getting away. You don't have an option to get rid of to the terrible it. dubbed. Um, but it's yeah, awful. it is dubbed. Um, but I was like looking into it a bit as well um, while I was watching it. And yeah. on, honestly, the first 20 minutes, I do not remember at all. Like I thought I'd put the wrong oh, film. Seeing on. it before, yeah, and, <laughs> and, and I, I, I think what happened was I think my mate was literally like fast forwarding it to the to them getting to the cinema. Oh, that yeah. All the kind of everything kind of starts. Everything forward, goes yeah. down there. Yeah. Um, so I was watching. I was like, "What's this film?" But it's 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 a worthy place in my list because of its importance. I think okay. um, the people that are involved in it. You know, um, the director is, and my pronunciations are going to be great here, is Lamberto Bava, who did uh, Cannibal Holocaust yeah, in 1980. Um, and then you got produced and also worked on the screenplay was uh, Dario Argento, who is, mm -hmm. you know, an absolute kind of master of multiple genres, but kind of his own take on horrors and thrillers um, and various kind of bigger budget stuff. But he was also um, a consultant on the original Dawn of the Dead script. Oh, okay. Process. I didn't know that. And there is actually, um, and I watched it recently, was the Argento um, cut. There's, I think, four different Dawn of the Dead cuts. And then and there's, there's, an, one, yeah. there's one that he did, and it's a lot of people's favorites. And it's mainly because a lot of his work, um, soundtracks are very important, and the use of the, um, you know, the songs and and that that he uses, and yeah, the way that he interpreted it um, compared to Romero was quite different. Um, so there's a lot of people regard his cut of Dawn of the Dead as being better hmm, okay. um but yeah uh this is another one that's got um a sequel oh i didn't know that either yeah and the sequel 
is basically in an apartment block. Um, oh, okay. And one thing that I forgot about the end of Demons was that, you know, two characters kind of escape the cinema via the rooftop. And then when they look, they can see people being attacked by zombies in other buildings and there's cars on fire. And obviously yeah. while they've been battling away in the kind of cinema, mm -hmm. this thing has got, got outside and it's, Everywhere. it's spreading outside. Yeah. Demons 2 is a continuation. Um, and that's okay. kind of, because it's, there are parts of it which are borderline ridiculous, but I think it works for me like Dead Snow works for mm -hmm. me in that, although I wouldn't say that they were thinking that Demons was going to be comedic. Now oh, looking yeah, back, probably not. You know, now looking back at it in 1985, um, you know, some of it is totally comedic in, um, I mean, even the dialogue just cracks me up. Um, I, I was giggling to myself um, all day watching it because of the, <laughs> amount of the amount of the times people get needlessly told to shut up. And this is, this is before there is any hint of demons or zombies or whatever. Just, just... There, are, there are couples turning up to this, you know, basically they get given a complimentary ticket, don't they? Mm -hmm. And there's like couples and, you know, the wife saying, oh, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. And he's just like, will you shut up? And then <laughs> him comes in and he's like, sit down and shut up. And yeah. everyone's just telling each other, they're just so rude to each other. They're just a horrible <laughs> bunch of people. Yeah. Like, just really, like, unrealistically horrible. It's like, why are you Just together? for the sake of being it's horrible, like, yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Um, but, yeah, I think, um, I think the special effects in it, uh, you know, even today I was watching it and I was like, this is so gross. Some of it is like the makeup and that is disgusting. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like, because the mask, it's, oh, got like yeah. a it's kind of got a different origin to your usual zombie thing. It's more about a cursed kind of. As opposed to like a virus. Or... Nostradamus. But the sure. interesting thing, which I didn't give it credit for, obviously as a kid was the fact that, um, it's really clever way of getting the backstory across is that oh. they do that via the film that they're watching in the oh, cinema. Watching. Mm -hmm. And the same mask is in the film, but the dialogue in the film is saying, yeah, it's because it's buried under here and it's in this tomb <laughs> and it's such a body. And meanwhile, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're watching it and one of them's like scratched themselves on the, on the mask and, she goes to the bathroom and it's all kind of kind of disgusting and, and yeah. And so it's again, it's like I class it as a zombie thing because you know they they scratch or bite each other and that then turns them into transits whatever is but going on. Actually, the when they turn, they actually it's got more in common with werewolf stuff, I suppose, because the teeth grow. Oh yeah, I kind of thought about that. This is a lot more. It's a lot more um, uh, monstery. Yeah, because one of the main like one. One of the main ones starts talking at one point. Yeah. Um, one of the girls turns and she's talking as this demon, like she's mm. possessed, until eventually she splits open and this little weird demon actually gets out of her, and it's like, I mean, when I'm talking like that, I think that just sounds terrible. But 
That just sounds like the worst film ever. Um, but it's well, it sounds like something that took a lot of um, influences and kind of put them all into one thing to try to make it like an original take yeah. on you know things that we've we've been seeing or have seen already. Yeah, there's a well, there's apparently there was going to be a third film, um, but a lot of the people involved in hmm. the Demons franchise um, ended up making the film, but wanted it to be, in their words, taken more seriously. So there's actually oh. a film called The Church, and I've never seen it, but I was re it's out there, um, and it sounds pretty pretty good. It's they get locked in a church and mm -hmm. there's like stuff coming out of the catacombs and they're having like visions, but the visions are killing them. There's demons and this, that and the other. And it's, it's a similar kind of thing, which you can see there's the comparison to the first two demons thing. Yeah. But we basically didn't reference any of that and tried to make it a standalone film. Um, I've never seen it, but I, I read um, what it was about. Okay. Um, for it. I thought that sounds pretty good. Um, Did it say if it was successful? Like, was were they able to get a more like I don't serious outlook? I don't think. I mean, I think it, it obviously got made, and um, I think Argento was involved as a producer again because apparently yeah. this was a time in his life where he wanted to kind of make a bit of money in what was a kind of flourishing horror market at the time. Mm -hmm. Um. And it certainly, you know, it certainly worked out well for him. Um, they made the film. How successful it is, I, I couldn't tell you right now. Oh, okay. I've never seen it. If that's a benchmark of its success, you know, I've never, I'd never heard of it. <laughs> until I was looking at humans. So, um, but yeah, I'm going to try and find it. Um, I think I get a feeling it's going to be quite frustrating trying to find it, but it um, might be. Yeah. An interesting thing about demons is that um, you know the pimp character. Yeah, um, he's an actor called Bobby Rhodes, um, and he actually turns up in because he's he's quite funny. Like he's the most stereotypical pimp ever, um, and he like <laughs> he he ends up fighting like you know he's got like a little he's got a thin flick knife. He's got a big like white suit on, and he's like stabbing zombies with the smallest just, blade. Yay. And I just love him, but just really angry about it. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I just think he's the, he's the most ridiculous character. But the amazing thing is, he's in Demons 2, but as a different oh. But in Demons 2, he's a sports instructor. And there's actually a viral um, video on YouTube of that character. Uh, there's a scene where he's basically just strutting around this gym, which is on the ground floor of the apartment block. Um, oh. Basically just kind of shouting at people what they need to be doing with their exercises and as ridiculous he is as a pimp he's just as just ridiculous as, ridiculous. as this yeah. kind of gym instructor in his vest and he's proper like you'll never get strong legs if you don't do that harder and then eventually he ends up like once more he ends in this one he, i remember in in demons 2 he fights zombies off with like dumbbells and things <laughs> like that so he's just I think he's just he's got like a real cult following. If you look um, into him online, yeah, Bobby Rose has got like I think there's something to do with his character in Demons as a spin-off, but that's new. 
newish, um, just because mm-hmm. he's kind of iconic, I think, in kind of cult horror circles. Oh, okay. He's kind of really larger than life, kind of ludicrous mm-hmm. behavior. Over the um, top, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, um, oh, you know, out of all of them now, it's probably my least favorite one. But it's actually pretty important, um, I think, in the history of kind of horror making. And I think there's there's a few things that it does that are quite groundbreaking. You know, there are scenes in it which are almost like the Michael Jackson thriller um, video. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to say. <laughs> Yeah. And there's nothing there's nothing scarier than MJ. But, That's right. <laughs> but there's the there's a scene where um there's a staircase and the pimp is now a zombie and there's a few other zombies and they come up the stairs and there's all this dry ice being backlit by floodlights and their eyes are glowing and I'm like literally just waiting just... for it to go down to down. I'm like it's like wow, it's like a music video and, and <laughs> It's a film that very much feels like a bad trip between <laughs> between the music and the acting and the gore and the special you know the special effects. You're like, just when you think it can't get any crazier, the main guy ends up getting on the display model of this kind of motorbike oh. that has also got a samurai sword, and it's just <laughs> kind of he's. Riding this motorbike round the cinema with a sword with a girl on the back, and he's literally managing to survive, just keep riding around on this bike, chopping limbs off zombies. And you're just thinking, that's that's unbelievable. Even by this film's standards, this guy would fall off because <laughs> he's, got a, he's got this woman at the back of him holding on for dear life. Mm-hmm. He's riding one-handed and, like, having to kind of stop almost with crowds of zombies around him, turn it back round and keep doing it. And he does it lows and gets away with it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was just thinking today, I remember really loving that scene when I was a kid. Like, yeah. Thinking it was the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah, get him. And I was watching, I was like, and just when I thought, well, that's pretty far-fetched, <laughs> they hear a helicopter and then the helicopter just f- f- falls through the whole building and lands yep. lands there and he's like um using the the blades to chop the the zombies up god why is this on my list <laughs> because you weren't allowed to put the other well you were allowed but you yeah. chose not to put the other two so <laughs> yeah it's pretty uh so what did you think of it <laughs> um yeah, I, thought, I mean, I thought it was silly. I I don't have it. It's hard because when you see something from the 80s, but you're seeing it for the first time in 2022, mm. it's so hard to like, you know, I can watch, I can go back and watch Evil Dead and be like, this still is just such a great movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> because I I saw it before it was not a great movie, you yeah. know, by today's standards or whatever. And it's, it's always hard to go back to the 80s. Well, really even the 90s, depending on the movie to watch something with like fresh eyes and have like a, a moment like you would have if I had seen it, you know? Yeah. I think I watched, 
I watched it as a kid and I yeah. thought it was super awesome. Like I thought because I shouldn't have been watching I can it. See. You know, I, I shouldn't, shouldn't have been watching. Was it. this one of those staircase things where you like started? No, this, this was like literally. It was me and my mate literally like lying on his like lounge floor, like a foot away <laughs> from the belly. Just he was like older than me and he just like traumatized me with it. And I remember having to walk home and it was a lovely sunny day. And I was literally like <laughs> super you know on I mean? edge the whole time. Like, yeah. right on edge. And then I but I still thought, yeah, you know, because we talk about it all the time. How cool was that? And how cool was this? And then I think I revisited it in my late teens, early 20s, and I was like, yeah, still holds up. It still kicks ass. And then I watched it today, and I was like, there's bits in it where I'm like, I still really like that. Um, I really liked the ending, and I don't didn't even remember the ending, but the fact that yeah. like, you know, that Jeep turns up and there's a family, there's like a, a young girl and a little lad, and the lad's got a shotgun, and they're just kind of battling their way through the streets. And Getting through the, yeah. You know, it's all fires, and I'm like, and they basically said they set it up for a sequel, saying, yeah. "Oh, you know, we've seen lights in the distance, so mm -hmm. maybe we can start again." And it's kind of thinking, "Oh, this is going to be pretty good," and then it kind of finishes. But um, right, but yeah, I, there are parts in it which I can see were groundbreaking at the time. Um, there yeah. are there are little techniques. There's certainly a lot of the you know, visual, you know, the effects, you know, there's obviously no CGI and it's, it's a lot more in common with the thing in the, you know, mm. disgusting, you know, all the these different, like, skin off yeah. and it's like, it's yeah. genuinely kind of disgusting. Yeah. Um, teeth falling out and being replaced by sharper teeth. And yeah. So there's, there's stuff in it that's like pretty, you know, pretty groundbreaking and, and, and pretty important that I'm sure the next wave of kind of horror makers probably got something from it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was watching it thinking, God, Angel's going to have to have watched this. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, Cause it was like that, you know, the scene when it went to those people in the car and they literally played oh. three different, they played like a, Billy Idol song, a Go West song, and another song, and it was literally just so they could get all the people on the soundtrack into the film. Into the film, they yeah. just had this joyride scene, and it's like, oh god, no. <laughs> it kind, yeah. you know, what it kind of reminded or made me think of. It kind of made me think of like a video game. Yeah, yeah, it definitely, especially with the motorbike and the the motor. Yeah, well, but it, just in general, like all of the the changes, it just for some reason, like that's what it reminded me of. It just made me think of a video game, like if it had been animated or like if it had just been yeah. a video game, or that's what it made me think of. Like a it reminds me of that of one. I can't, I can't think of the name of it. Obviously, um, the there's the franchise about the reporter and the first ones in the shopping mall. I think it's a Japanese game, but it was on like PlayStation. That it's, it's it's been a franchise, but it's got like you can literally use anything in the shop to kill the zombies with. Oh, like, um, it's got dead something. Yeah. Um. You basically take photos on your camera to get like points as well and get the and scoop. You, and whatever and you, you find, you survivors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's it called? Because you get like a scorecard at the end for how many 
Oh um, yeah. People Maybe used to too. help. Yeah. Reminded um, me of that. It's very silly. Yeah. I can't remember what that one's called, but I know which one you're talking about. And where you can make a bunch of different stuff to fight and kill things. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah, favorite zombie game is Left for Dead. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. That is a lot of fun. That's a good one. I thought that's what you were gonna say, actually. No, no. <laughs> but no. I see what you mean about just being kind of silly and having these things that don't really make sense but add to the entertainment. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, there's a lot of that, a lot of kind of bad acting, and yeah. Um, but like I say, very much, very much of its time. I mean, that's oh, kind of, yeah, that's kind of what you expected if you was watching a horror movie. It was bad acting, you know, a bit of titillation and a bit of you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. they, they, they were all painted by numbers kind of thing. Well, I think demons for me was. I think it's just more of a childhood thing. It's there in my childhood, and it that memory of like when you, it, first you know, saw I it. thought about it a lot for years later. Um, yeah, and it has yeah. some, it has some enjoyable set pieces, but yeah, it's a bit of it's a bit of a hot Italian mess. But um, yeah, it's I mean, it's just pretty unique in general to put it yeah. in. You know, it's like a zombie movie. You know, it's yeah. pretty. It's definitely different. Was, I didn't know. I didn't know going into it. It was the 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 director from um, Hannibal, uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, Hannibal, yeah. Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, what was the other? So that one was one you added because you weren't going to do the two that were on your top. Your influential. What was the other one you added because you couldn't have that one? Uh, wreck. Wreck. Okay. And that wasn't down to quality uh that was down to you know you could argue that it's not a zombie film yeah i suppose you know the other ones clearly are um like i said with wreck it's you know yeah oh, okay no i was just curious because i know you said that you know you want you would have done the other two so yeah I was curious yeah what the other um, one was added yeah 28 days later is just incredible that's up there with Train to Busan, Train Two. So, mm -hmm. just so we did it. We managed it. Five. <laughs> <laughs> An hour forty-one in. Yeah, it's when when you look up at that clock and it's fourteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> we just as long as it doesn't four. feel like fourteen hours. No, it doesn't. Different. Okay. We, just, we, we went down that kind of streaming Netflix rabbit hole and um, nearly didn't make it out. It's all good. It'll be, um, well, I mean, obviously this will be cutting down for time anyway for YouTube, but all of it will be in the podcast episode, tangents and all. Oh, well, can I just apologize to anyone who's um, just sat through that then? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe message Tasha ahead of time, give her a heads up. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, uh, make sure, don't watch the YouTube, because <laughs> make sure you listen to the podcast, because you'll really enjoy it. And, There's and some, just, some bits that you'll really love. <laughs> she'll just be sat there seething, sharpening her axe, like, <laughs> booking, a ticket, booking a ticket to Manchester Airport, like, <laughs> I'm going to get that little bald weasel. Maybe she's going to change this. not going to have a T on the end. It's going to have an A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believable. Uh, 
Well, cool. Five zombie movies. I'm going to be overly saturated with zombies by May. Because <laughs> yeah. Tasha and I have two zombie episodes that we'll do. Steve and I will have several. Um, every normal episode will be about zombies. And then my scary stories are zombie shorts that I'm going to be reading. So I'm going to be like fucking over zombies. <laughs> I'm not being, I'm like, this is nothing to do with talking to you, but I am a little bit over zombies just from talking about five. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, I am 100% blaming demons. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were you were good until you went through that, and then you were like, well, okay. I, it felt like a job interview where I suddenly realized I didn't want the job, but I had to, <laughs> but I had to carry on talking. <laughs> Just like, you know, I, I really don't believe in this product whatsoever. But I, like, it's my own fault because I, you know, I, I waited till today to watch it because I was so sure that it was going to be just as strong as I remembered it. Um, and don't get me wrong, it's got a massive cult following. There'll be people I'm sure. Like, no, I'm sure that it does. I believe you. There's, you know, people. There's people are major. Obviously, um, Dario Argento is like idolized. You know, there are people yeah. that just absolutely just love everything to do with him so sure. you know i apologize to those people but i uh, stand by what i said same by what i said i just don't <laughs> yeah. yeah well cool no i hadn't seen demons so i had seen all the other ones even ravenous <laughs> yes fair play i was almost offended i was like see he just no. asked me <laughs> No, you know what it is? It's because I've seen loads of people talking about the other Ravenous. I haven't even seen the other one. <laughs> yeah, but like, literally. That's just the one that everybody has this seen. This year, I've, I've seen loads of people talking about it on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm a bit like, I don't even really, I feel like it's a film I've watched like the middle of. You know, those films where you've never seen all of it, you've just kind of. Yeah. Switch the telly on it's on and you've oh yeah yeah and I, I don't think I've but yeah that because that's got like you know a lot of people really like that but yeah that's why I just assume because it's a lot more kind of well known mm. yeah I hadn't even seen that I hadn't seen that one I've only seen the other one you're the movie expert not me you know, <laughs> not that expert I'm, a, I'm not. I can't even remember anything. <laughs> I've already I've already forgot what my top five was. <laughs> was. I don't even know what I know. Demons. Is... <laughs> there was a there was somebody else that I did an influential horror with, and I got the, the I got the list really far in advance that I would have to because I did a bunch of them at one time. So I wanted to make sure I had time to watch a million movies on the off chance that there was a bunch I hadn't seen. Thankfully, there weren't a bunch, but there were definitely some. And his list was pretty obscure. But I remember getting on camera with him and I asked him the same thing I asked you because I always want to make sure like some people have like a specific like way of looking at the list. So I always ask if they have an order. And he goes, I'm going to be honest, I don't even remember what five I sent you. And I'm like, be your most influential horror. <laughs> he didn't even remember the list. This is funny. I was like, "Good news." Oh, got it on Twitter. Oh no! It was just funny because I 
But to be fair, I'm when I did I'm my influence, surprised I didn't do that. You no, you didn't. You knew yours. You remember? Maybe it was nerves. Did you write it down beforehand? Yeah, I think you remembered your five influential. I'm pretty sure. We did fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell that you're getting a little more used to it because this went on a lot longer than our first conversation. Is that is that, is that good or bad? I don't. That's good. That means the conversation was awesome. All right. Okay. Why does, <laughs> well, why does Steve keep cutting people off then? He's just a How little more businessy you? than me. I don't know. It's military precision to just kind of get rid of people after 15 minutes. I don't know how he does it. And then he was like, talking yeah. about doing 15-minute um, movie reviews. Like if we wanted to do a video with, it, like he and I, every week, what the additional video could be is a shorter one. And so, so the other ones, and I was like, our videos are 20 minutes. What do you mean shorter? <laughs> like, how is it going to get any shorter? I can't give opinions on anything in under 20 minutes. I do feel like he's constantly like, you know, going from one kind of call to the next call to the next forum. He's really, next... he's a lot better at that than I am. I'm all like... about the tangents and the two hour interviews. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's getting them down. Although I have had a couple people come on that aren't as big a talkers. And then I have to be like, you know, I have to kind of push it and those yeah. end up being shorter, but <laughs> no, like I'm really bad about talking. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's essentially what you you know what you're supposed to be doing. So yeah, that's it's fair. A good, it's a good thing. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Well, cool. I have enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Thanks for coming back. I guess we'll have to talk about doing it. It comes at night. Yeah. I think um, Steve's pretty serious about tormenting me. So. Yeah, he, he has mentioned it more than once, hasn't he? So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think he thinks it's very funny when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I must admit, I'm kind of looking forward to it a little bit. <laughs> Y'all are terrible human beings. <laughs> yep. <laughs> In a yeah. nutshell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we can figure that out. Um, whenever he wants to do it, or y'all, y'all want to do it, figure it out. Cool. Well, I better go and get something to eat. Yeah, it's late for you. Yeah, it's quarter to eleven. Okay, yeah. Well, thanks for coming by. <laughs> thanks for having me. We'll uh, we'll have to sort something else out. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. We yeah. will. Cool. Speak to you soon, then. Yep. Have a good rest of your weekend. Thank you. You too. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye. So that was Adam's top five zombie movies. <laughs> oh, gosh. We are in for a ton of zombie conversations. Thankfully, I really like them as a subgenre, so we should be okay. Anyway, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you guys uh, next time. Have a good rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. I'll see you in the next one.